Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Miami Vineyard Podcast. We hope this message encourages you, breathes life into you, and helps you experience God's love. Enjoy the message. Hey, Miami Vineyard, so good to be with you today on this kind of refreshing Sunday. So I'm just curious, how many of you like this kind of weather? Anybody? Come on, let's hear it. Come on, you like this kind of weather? Okay. Why do you live here? <laughs> how many of you like it when it's warm? Any takers on that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like one of, I'm, I'm like one of those iguanas. When it gets really cold, I just kind of shut down. <laughs> when the sun comes out, I'm a happy guy. So, so, so let me ask you another question. There's a football game happening this afternoon with uh, the Miami Dolphins. You see, I'm wearing the home team today. You see that? Home team. Home team. So anybody cheering for the Dolphins to win today? Anybody? Anybody? Dolphin fans? Anybody like, I don't really care about it. It doesn't really matter at all. Anybody? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, So, hey, online audience, glad you're with us today. Can we make some noise? Let's welcome in our online vineyard family. Come on, let's hear it for them. Come on. So my name is Kevin. I'm one of the pastors. And this weekend, we're in part two of a series we started last weekend called Let's go. When we talk about this, these ideas and these dreams and these visions and maybe some some goals for 2023, we say, let's go, let's do this. And then life happens. We're talking about how to, what in the world is going on? What's happening when that happens? And what we said last week is that, listen, what's happening to us is very normal. This happens to people, no matter who you are. And if we look at People in the Bible, the great heroes of the faith, they have had, let's go, and then life happens. So we started last week and we said there is a very predictable pattern of what happens in people's lives. And I, last weekend, and by the way, if you missed last weekend, you've got to get the message from last weekend. As we, as we, 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 we talked about six D's that happened. We call them six phases of faith. Because we, we think, man, this idea is from God. It's a God thing. And then what happened? I don't understand what happens. There's very predictable pattern that happens. And we said this, here are the six D's. As we said last weekend, we said it starts with a dream. Everything starts with a dream, right? Maybe it's a dream to get married, a dream to start a family, a dream to start a business. Maybe it's a dream. You're saying this year, I want to be more, I want to be a part of my church. I want to move out of the purple chairs and move into some, I want to know what I can do and how I can serve and I can be part of your church family. If that's your dream, what, what do you want to do this year? Then listen, I encourage you, Growth Track is for you happening this Saturday morning coming. Growth Track. Go to our app, sign up on the app, and we'll see you there for Growth Track this Saturday morning. Get more involved in this church. So, but after, so whatever the dream it is, whatever the dream it is, after you have a dream, you've got to Make a decision. D, dream, decision. You got to say, okay, I'm going to go for this. I'm going to do whatever it is. I'm going to enroll in school. I'm going to do whatever, whatever, whatever the dream is. But we said this. We said faith is an action word. If we're going to take a step of faith, it's always an action word. And every time God invites us into a dream, there's always a word involved. We talked about this last week. It's a four-letter word. Anybody? It's the word risk. There's always risk involved. You got to take a risk. You got to take a risk. If I'm gonna, I've gotta, I've gotta leave what I know in order to get to where God wants me to go. I gotta leave what I know to get to where God wants me to go. 
Happens all the time. I've got to leave what I know, relinquish what I know to get to where God wants me to go. We talked about this. So we talked about dream, decision. And then here we go. Those first two are fun. But here comes the next three. I call it the triple D. Delay, difficulty, and dead end. Delay, difficulty, dead end. But this is where our faith grows. I asked this question last weekend. I'm going to throw the same question out to you again today. How many of you would like a stronger faith in 2023? Anybody? Stronger faith in 2023? Yeah, look at this. Yeah, yeah. Who would? Online, just put stronger faith, stronger faith in the chat. We all want that. But look, at a stronger faith happens in the triple D, in the delay, in the difficulty, in the dead end. That's when a stronger faith happens. That's when God grows our faith. That's when God tests our faith. That's when, that's when our faith becomes strong because God is not looking for wimpy Christians. He's looking for people who are prepared that one day when we get to the dream, we will be ready. That's how our faith grows. So we're talking about this. We're talking about all of this today. So, so what I want to talk about today, I want to focus on the D. So we talked about Dreams, decisions, today I want to focus on delays. These delays in life. Some of you are in a delay right now. You've been waiting for the dream and you're going, what is happening? You've been waiting to get that dream of getting the degree, the dream of being financially secure, the dream of, of, of getting married, the dream of having kids. And, and every great leader, both in the Bible and outside the Bible, this is a normal part of the experience. I'm telling you, this is normal. Nothing weird is happening to you. So every great leader in history knows about delays. Nelson Mandela, the great leader of South Africa, had a dream of seeing apartheid done away with. You know how long he waited? 27 years. Most of that in prison. Martin Luther King Jr. had a dream of one day seeing racial equality for all people. We're celebrating his dream and his legacy, and we're honoring him this weekend. Tomorrow is the national holiday in his honor because of the dream, because of the vision. Now, we have made some strides in this nation, yes, toward racial equality, but we still have a long way to go. And he is still waiting to see the dream fulfilled. And Miami Dolphin fans... You've been waiting 38 years to go back to the Super Bowl. 38 years. Keep waiting. And, and so, but it's not, just, it's, not just, it's not just life. It's also biblical, right? Bible stories of people. Abraham. See, sometimes we wonder like this. Sometimes in our lives we wonder like this dream, is it, is it, is it really, is it a God thing? Is it a me thing? Is it too, too much pizza I had the night before? So Abraham has an angel appear to him. Now, you don't got to wonder if that dream is from God. An angel shows up. You know it's from God. An angel shows up. Abraham says, Abraham, I'm going to give you a child. I'm going to give you a son. And that, and that son is going to be, you are going to be the father of a, a, so many people that nobody can even count. Do you know how long after the angel showed up, it took before Abraham had that child of promise? You ready? 25 years. Can you imagine an angel showing up and telling you, you're going to have a baby, and you wait 25 years to have a baby? 
telling you, this, normal, this waiting, this delay is normal. It happens in life. And Moses, leading the nation of Israel out of slavery. So they were in slavery in Egypt for 400 years, the Israelites. Moses comes along and says, God is leading you out of slavery. They go across the wilderness to the promised land of Canaan over here. You know how long it takes them to walk across the wilderness? Two weeks. It should have taken them two weeks. You know how long it took them to look across that wilderness? 40 years. Imagine. You're on a journey. It's supposed to take two weeks. It takes you 40 years. Talk about delay. Look, and here's what you've got to know about delays. God will use them in our lives. He will use delays in your life. He will use the waiting rooms of life in your life. He will. I want to talk about that today. Now, as we get started, I would love for you to locate something. Would you locate some message notes? Message notes are virtual. You can find them on our Miami Vineyard app. So if you have the app downloaded, just open up the app. If you haven't yet downloaded the app, go to your app store, search Miami Vineyard. Or if you're in the room today, there's a free download of the app. Just scan this QR code that's in front of you in your seat backs. You get app downloaded, tap on this weekend, tap on message notes, this week in message notes. And if you want to have a printed copy of the notes, we have these available for you every weekend now. They're at pub tables when you walk in. Every weekend you just walk in, you grab a printed copy. If you want a printed copy, you can just go in and get one right now and then come back to your seat. You can write on it with real pen and real paper and I'll know you're over 50. Okay, so, so here we go. Help yourself to a printed copy of the notes. So today... What I want to do is I want to take a look at the nation of Israel who <laughs> were supposed to have a two-week journey, and that two-week journey ended up to be 40 years. The reason it was 40 years is because they made some mistakes in the delay. They didn't handle the delay well. Now, we're going to have delays, but God wants us to grow in the delays. He wants us to mature us in the delays. They didn't handle the delays well. So let's look at what not to do so that we don't make the same mistakes. Someone will tell you what not to do and then what to do. Okay, four big things today. Here we go. Here we go. Here's what the Israelites did. And here's, here's what to do while waiting. So first of all, here's number one. Don't fear. You're in a, you're in, you're in a delay. Don't fear. It's the first mistake they made. Look what it says in, in Deuteronomy. It says, the Israelites, they would not enter the land. They said, we are afraid. The people there are stronger and taller than we are. See, they had enough faith to move out of Egypt. Let's go, right? We, let's go, let's do this, let's go, let's go. But then when they finally got up to the place, the promised land, they didn't have enough faith to enter into the promised land. I wonder how many of us, we have enough faith to say, let's go and leave that, but not enough faith to enter into what God wants us to be. Come on, somebody. How many times do we have enough faith to, to leave this? And we know God wants us over here, but we don't have enough faith to step into where God has us over here. That was Israelites. They didn't have enough faith to go into the promised land. They said, we're afraid. There's giants in the land. But God was with them. He's going to conquer the giants. But they're too afraid to go into the promised land. And here's what happens with the delay. Every time we get afraid in the delay, we get afraid, we stay in the wilderness just like they did. Some of you are in the wilderness right now. Now, some of you are in the wilderness just because the wilderness is a part of life. But some of you might be in the wilderness in your journey because you, you've been too afraid to step into the promised land and then you stay in the wilderness. Sometimes we have dreams that haven't been fulfilled. And not because of God, just sometimes because of us, because we're afraid. And here's how you know if you're afraid. 
if you're delaying where God wants you to be. You start saying things like, one of these days. One of these days I'm going to apply for that job. One of these days I'm going to have that conversation with that person I know I'm supposed to have. One of these days I'm going to pop the question. One of these days I'm going to do the right thing. The bottom line is fear. And God says, don't fear. So what's the antidote? What's the antidote? Okay, look, here's the antidote. Instead, I put it on your notes. Instead, instead of fearing, instead, focus on God's presence. Because I get to realize, I get to realize that God is going to be with me every step of the way. Now listen, some of you need to hear this today. There will never be a moment in your life where God is not with you. Never. There will never be a moment in your life where God is not with you. He's with you. You may not see him. You may not feel him. But he is still with you. He's 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 with you. There'll never be a time. Look what the Bible said in Isaiah chapter 41. It says this, fear not, God says, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you and uphold you. Listen, there will be times, I'm telling you, there will be times when you may not see him. There will be times when you may not feel him. But he is still there. If you're breathing, he's still there. If your heart is beating, he's still there. And he's not done with you yet. If you're not dead, he's not done. God still has work for you. God still has a dream for you. God still has a passion for you. He's not forgotten about you. He's not forgotten about you. So, so don't fear. Don't fear. That's the first mistake. Here's number two. Here's number two. So don't fear. Number two says don't fret. What I mean by that is don't worry. Don't get uptight. Don't complain. We do this all the time when we get in delays. We start griping and moaning and complaining. Look what the Israelites did. On the way, right? On the way, the people lost their patience. They spoke against God and the leadership, Moses, and they, what's it say? They what? They complained. Now, nobody here would know anything about that, about complaining, right? <laughs> we, we love to complain. We love to complain about the weather. Oh, it's too cold. Oh, it's too hot. My, it's so hot. We love to complain about the price of eggs. Man, they're expensive. We love to complain because we came in here today and somebody else was sitting in my seat. I mean, it's, 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 the typical, it's the typical response when we get in delays. We like to moan and complain. It's, it's, we all, human beings do. But see, this is the one thing that kept the nation of Israel out of the promised land was they complained and they complained and they complained and they complained. All they did was complain. They complained about the journey. They complained about the delays. They complained about the leadership. They complained about having no water. And then God miraculously gave them water. They complained about having no food. And then God gave them food. I mean, they didn't have food. But God supernaturally created food out of nothing. And at night while they slept, these, this food appeared on the ground. Anybody remember what it was called? Manna. God gave them manna. It was like, it was like sweet Flakes. I was like frosted flakes on the ground every day. And they got so sick of manna bagels and so sick of manna burgers. They complained about the very food 
from heaven that God gave. And again, none of us would never do that. Right. Right. See, as Americans, we hate to wait. So much of our life, like we just, everything in life is meant to, to not wait, to speed up. We hate to wait. Conventional ovens were too slow, so now we have microwaves. And some of you put your food in the microwave. Come on, 30 seconds, come on. Used to take 30 minutes, now we can't wait 30 seconds. The phone you currently have. How many times have you said that phone in my hand is too slow? I got to get the new upgrade because mine is what? Too slow. We want everything like, we, we, it's, it's, it's like our, our right as Americans of everything like immediately. Like we, 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 we hate to wait. We hate to wait in traffic. We hate to wait in drive throughs And we especially hate to wait on God. One of the most useless things you can do is try to speed God up. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been in a hurry and God wasn't? Yeah. All the time. This guy. All the time. So what do we do? What do we do when we're in a hurry and God's not? You know what we do? We become God's cheerleader. Come on, God. Let's go, God. You got this, God. Come on, God. You can do it. Dale que te puedes. You can do it, God. God, come on, God. Dale. And when that doesn't work, you know what we do? Here's what we do. We begin to take matters into our own hands. We force things. We do it all the time. I wonder. <laughs> we probably all got a story about this. I wonder how many times when it comes to a relationship, we know that this person isn't the best for us. We know that. But we got nobody else. And so we just, and we're praying about it, and we know, we know that, no, no it shouldn't, but we, we, just, we just do. Because we get impatient. And we just, we just go for it. And we, we know, we, we know, we know there's issues, but we're just gonna, we're gonna go for it anyway. I wonder how many of you have walked in the aisle with someone like that. Don't raise your hand for that. Don't raise your hand for that. <laughs> But here's what we do, right? We get impatient. And we say, here's what we say, I can change them. Does that ever work? Never. Never. I'll change him. I'll change her. Right. You can't even change yourself. Let's just try and change somebody else. It never works. Plus, who loves to be forcibly changed? No one. It never works. It never works. So we get, we get ahead of God. And, we, and we, we do it sometimes when it comes to finances. Listen, it is, listen, it is tough to buy a home in Miami-Dade County right now. Some of you know. I'm not telling you nothing you don't know. But sometimes we get impatient. Instead of waiting for God to move and just have some patience and wait, we go and we buy a house that has too big of a monthly payment, and now you don't have the house. The house has you. Whoa, Pastor Kevin, you're preaching now. <laughs> Some of you know you've got a house payment. You just, it's just, you're smothered by it. 
you're under the house payment. So my son and his wife, living here in Miami-Dade County, looking for a house for the past couple of years, and recently they found one, but, but they were in a search of a house. And you all, if you've been in a search of a house, you know how this goes. And so I've been talking to them with this process this whole time, and they're, they're both followers of Jesus, and, and they're, they're great people. But they wanted a house, and they, you know, they wanted it renting, and they said, you know, Dad, I'm just throwing my money away, and I want to get And So we, they're looking at houses, and they're coming back, and Dad, I, I found a house. They love the house, but the house payment is just pushing them past the limit where they should be. But, you know, Dad, I just, I just got to, and I said, listen, I said, listen, listen. Wait, because God has something for you. No, Dad, you don't understand. There's nothing available. I got to get this one now. There's nothing. Right? We all, we all, same thing. I said, Wait. God's got something for you. And I, I said, look, look, look at your lives, the two of them. They're followers of Jesus. Look at your lives. God has moved in your lives in so many ways in the past. I said, don't you think he can move in your life like this again? And they waited. And a friend of ours sold their house below market value. They stepped into that home, and now they have a house that they can afford because they waited on God. We do it all the time. We, do, we step into these situations or our career. We, we force a career to happen when, you know, we know in our lives when we're forcing something. We know when we're just forcing, we're pushing, we're pushing it open that God isn't really opening. We know that. Now, I'm not saying we should never push something open, but we, I'm saying there are moments in our lives where we know we're pushing this past where God is really in it anymore. We, we know that. We, we sense that. So what should we do? So instead of, instead of fretting, here's what we do. Trust God's timing. Trust God's timing. So number, number one says don't fear. Number two says don't fret. Here's number three. Here's the third mistake Israel has made. Don't faint. I'm not talking about a medical condition here. What I'm talking about is this. Don't be discouraged. Don't lose heart. Don't give up. This is the third mistake the Israelites made. Look what it says. It says all the Israelites grumbled against Moses. If only we had died in Egypt. Oh, they're, they're being so extra. The drama mamas and drama papas. Oh, if only we had died in Egypt. I mean, look at this. If only we had died. Look, if only we had died in Egypt, we should choose a leader and go back to Egypt. Listen, there are two phrases in there. You know you're giving up on your dream when you start saying things like this, if only, and go back. When we start saying if only, and we start saying go back, you know you're giving up on the dream. If only, if only, if only, we start second-guessing ourselves. Maybe I didn't really hear from God. Maybe it was just too much pizza. Maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't. I, this was so stupid, I should never start it anyway. If only I'd done something. If only I'd played it safe. If only I'd do this, or if only I'd done that, right? And then we say, then we say let's go back. Let's go back to Egypt. Let's go back to what we know. Do you realize this? They were slaves in Egypt, they want to go back to being slaves because they don't want to take the steps forward to go through the delay and become part of the dream. They would rather be slaves. That's what they want to go back to. Sometimes the same thing happens with us. Let me just give you an example. Let's take a married couple who decides to work on their marriage. And they know they've got some issues, right? Other people know they got issues. You know you got issues. You got some stuff you got to work on, okay? Welcome to marriage. Almost every couple in America, you got some issues. And they know 
it's not right. They know it could be better. So they decide they're going to, let's go. Let's take a step. Let's take a step. Let's, let's move forward. And, and so they, they start counseling. And the counselor begins to point out some things. And the couple starts thinking, this is hard. This is painful. This sucks. You want me to come back for how many sessions? And it's taking a lot more time than they thought it was going to take, more money than they thought it was going to take. And they say, let's just go back to what we were living before. Now, what you're living before sucked. It's the reason you started this to begin with. But because you're in a delay, because it wasn't a quick fix, because it wasn't a microwave, because it wasn't this, you want to stop the dream. Faith grows in the delays. Faith grows in the delays. I said, how many of you want to have a stronger faith? Every hand went up. How many of you want to have delays? Nobody. You cannot have a stronger faith without delays. You cannot have one without the other. Pastor Kevin, I want six-pack abs. Well, then you better do the work it takes to get six-pack abs. Because you ain't getting them, just looking at them. <laughs> but Pastor Kevin, I watch all these people exercise. Good luck on that. The delays are part of it. God, I want to have a stronger faith in 2023. Yes, love it. Great prayer. You've got to know that faith is developed in delays. Faith is developed in difficulties. Faith is developed in dead ends. We're going to get to those in the next couple weeks. So you've got to make sure you come to all parts of this series. You've got to be at all parts of this series. We're a powerful series together. That's where faith is developed. It's developed in those moments, in those times. Let's take, for example, somebody, somebody who begins to work on an addiction. And any of, any of you that have been through the steps, you know how difficult it is. And you say, let's go, and then it gets hard, and we want to go back. Maybe it wasn't so bad, and you know it was bad. That's why you started to begin with. Or maybe we step out in faith. We follow the dream. This year, Pastor Kevin, this year I'm going to be financially free. And so this year, I'm going to start by giving to God the first 10%. This year is going to be different. I'm going to give to God the first 10%. By the way, best decision you ever make financially is to give God that first 10%. But then you give God first 10%. And then, you know, you hear me and others. Bible teaches that you will be blessed if you do this. God will bless your life. But the blessing doesn't happen always tomorrow. Could be, and the blessing doesn't always come financially. Blessings come in all kinds of ways. And so it gets a couple months in. You're going, this sucks. I ain't giving back to God. I'll understand. And we never, we never hung around long enough to experience the reality of the dream. It takes faith. It's called faith. It's called faith. And so instead of, instead of fainting, instead, instead, if you're taking notes, keep believing. Keep believing. Delays are normal. Delays are there to teach us, to prepare us. Keep believing. So here we are. So four things. Don't, don't fear. Don't fret. Don't faint. And number four, don't forget. See, when we're in delays, we forget all the amazing things God has done. And let's be honest. It doesn't take us very long to forget about anything. How many times have you walked from your bedroom to get something in the kitchen, and by the time you got to the kitchen, you forgot what you came there for? Come on, let me see your hands. Ever happened to you? Come on, come on, come on, come on, let me see your hands. 
Everybody over 40, yeah, thank you, I see those hands, yeah. God bless you, God bless you. Of course it does, happens all the time. It does not take us very long to forget. And when we're in a delay, we tend to forget all the great stuff God did. And it doesn't take us long to forget. It doesn't take us long. Look what it says, next verse, they forgot the people, the nation of Israel, they forgot your many acts of kindness to them. Instead, they rebelled against you at the Red Sea. Even so, you saved them. Yet how quickly they forgot again. And they wouldn't wait for God to act. We forget, we forget. Delays cause us to forget. So what do we do instead? Remember God's promises. You realize there's over 7,000 promises in this book. 7,000 promises. They all have your name on them and my name on them. They're promises for us. 7,000 promises in this book. We got to remember. You know, this week is a special week for me. On Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, I have an anniversary. It's not my wedding anniversary. This coming Tuesday, I celebrate 30 years as being lead pastor at this church. 30 years. Just for the record, I started when I was five. <laughs> 30 years. Wow. Man, some of that time went by like that. Some of the time went by like forever. But it's a, it's a big, it's a big, it's a big day for me and a big, it's a, it's a moment where I reflect. Thirty years of being a pastor at a church. Boy, I have seen a lot. You think you've seen a lot? I've seen a lot. And it hasn't always been positive. Life happens. Life happens. I have been at the bedsides of people who've died as they died. I've been there with the family shortly after they died, cried with the family. I've seen people of tremendous faith, like my mom and like my dad, Pray and ask God for healing. And my dad, 20 years with Parkinson's, my dad passed away with Parkinson's. My mother, three years with a battle with cancer. Woman of faith passed away because of cancer. I've been with many of you praying and praying and praying. And yes, does God heal? Yes, I, I've seen x-rays of cancer no longer being there. But I've seen a lot of still there. I, 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 I've seen it all. I've, I've, I've been with close personal friends who've walked through divorce and I've cried with them and cried with them and I've, I've been with pastor friends of mine who've walked through divorce. I've seen a lot. I've seen a ton. And I remember this about about a year ago I walked into Pastor Paul's office. He was, he was our executive pastor here for years. And I said, Pastor Paul, I said, I've been doing this for a long time. It was 29 years at that time. And I said to myself, do I still believe in a God 
who still can do miracles, even after everything I've seen. Because I'm telling you folks, it can, it can be very easy to, be get, to get jaded. I mean, you go through a marriage and it doesn't work and you say, marriage sucks, I'm done with that. You do this, you do this, you do this. You, you have a family member who, whatever, and you go, that sucks and God sucks and all this kind of stuff. It's easy to get jaded. It's easy to get jaded. Even as a pastor, it's easy to get jaded because you just have seen too much. So I walked into his office last year. And I want to share a verse with you because this is one of my life verses. I don't even need to read it. I got it memorized. Jeremiah 32, 17 says this. Ah, sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth. By your great power, not just arm, nothing is too hard for you. But I asked myself, when I was 29 and I became lead pastor of this church, I believed that, but I hadn't seen anything yet. But 30 years later, I've seen a lot. Do I still believe that? Do I still believe that? So last week, I called all of our staff together. We had a meeting right here. All the staff was right here in these chairs. I shared this verse with them. And I said this. I still believe 30 years later that there is a God who can do anything. There is a God that can do anything. He can do anything. Nothing is too hard for this God. Now, do those things happen? Yes, those things happen. Do people, do people go through life and not see the dream realized? Yes. Great heroes of the Bible went through and didn't see it realized. But listen, let me tell you one thing. If it doesn't get realized here, it's going to get realized there. Some dreams don't get realized here. Some dreams only get realized in heaven. My mom and my dad, they're healed right now in heaven with Jesus. They didn't get the healing here, but they got the healing there. Do we still believe in a God who can do anything? Do we still believe in the promises of God? Because it's in those moments where life happens that character is built. And God isn't through with what he's doing with me yet. And God isn't through with what he's doing in you yet. And I promise you, God isn't through with what he's doing in the Miami Vineyard Community Church yet. Our best days are still ahead. So would you pray with me today? Would you pray with me? Maybe you just want to bow your heads and close your eyes just to block out distractions online with us, at home, wherever you may be. Would you pray with us as well right now? Maybe you just want to, maybe just, if you just want to even just kind of put your hands in front of you like this, because this is just a way of just opening our, saying, just opening our body and our, just to God and say, God, God, Thank you that you never leave us and never forsake us. Some of you right now, just with your hands open, you're just, God, would you fill us again with your presence? Would you fill us again? God, would you, some of you, God is going to re-impart the dream to you. And some of you, some of you, you're going to believe again today. You're believing again right now. Some of you, some of you right now, come Holy Spirit. Some of you are sensing God in ways that you haven't sensed him in some time. You even asked, God, are, are you even here? Are you even around? Where are you? Some of you are sensing his presence again right now. And some of you, listen, some of you, you're just, you're just in the midst of this. It, some of you, your life has not been easy. 
and you're facing something right now. You're, the dream, it, it seems like the dream's impossible. You're in a delay. You're in a delay. God, I pray right now that you would come in your supernatural power and you would create a way where there seems to be no way. Just like you created manna out of nothing, food in the wilderness, I pray, God, you'd create a way where there seems to be no way, that no human rational reason can be given for what's happening, but it's only because of the supernatural power of the living God. I pray, God, you do miracles, God, in our lives. And I pray, God, more than that, that you'd be with us and we would know your presence. God, we would know your presence. Thank you, God, for what you're doing in our hearts and our lives. And God, this weekend, on this Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, God, God, we pray for racial equality. We pray for justice. All kinds of justice, especially racial justice, God. We, we pray, God, we pray, God, for equality. God, we, we thank you that every human being is created in your image. That every human being is has this stamped on that imago Dei, image of God, image of God, imago Dei, the image of God. We thank you, God. God, and I ask, God, that we, as people at the Miami Vineyard Church, that we would be people who honor one another, who value one another, who respect one another, who love one another. God, that in our neighborhoods and in our apartment complexes and at our work and on our block, that we would be the person. We would be the person that's different because we are honoring, because we are loving, because we are respecting every human being because they're made in the image of God. And God, that we as a church family, thank you for the multicultural family that you are creating here together called the Miami Vineyard. God, that we the way we love each other, the way we treat each other, the way we honor each other and value each other, God, that we could be a light in this world that desperately needs it. God, that we could, we could sacrifice for one another. We could fight for one another, not against one another. We could fight for justice. So God, on this weekend, we give ourselves to you in this fight. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining in today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to leave a review, subscribe to this channel, and share with a friend. We'd also love the chance to connect with you. You can text the word NEW to 786-705-8930. Again, that's NEW to 786-705-8930. And we'll give you some next steps with how to plug in and get connected here at Miami Vineyard. We hope you have an amazing week and thanks again for listening.